Thunder Media. Welcome back to Inside Motorsport. It's Sunday evening, the end of the 67th New Zealand Grand Prix and the fourth round of the 2023 Castrol Toyota Regional Formula Oceana Championship. Did I get it right? Almost. Almost. <laughs> Just the order. <laughs> Sorry, from what was the TRS to suddenly CT, FORC, this is mouthful. That's one of the things Nicholas Calliol, who we're welcoming back to Inside Motorsport, is to understand what it's about. Now I understand, you know, the big thing with this series has been for some years, um, the 20 days on track, 3,000 kilometres, all those wonderful things for young drivers to develop, and then the added bonus of now some bigger super, super class, um, super points, Formula One super points, towards a Formula One licence. Can you take me though a bit more of background of the regional thing? This is a new development I didn't know about, and obviously most people don't. Yes, so the, when when the Formula One when Formula One decided just to to put together the pathway to F1 and then then ladder to junior categories leading to F1, uh, they started with uh, F4 at the bottom in uh, 2013 and then leading to F3, F2, and then going to F1, and they were missing step. Was missing a step between F4 and FIA3, and it's what they created with the Formula Regional level, uh, which is a, a step between F4 and before the FIA3. So that's the Formula Regional level. That's in 2020 we decided just to go ahead uh, with the Toyota Racing Series and having that using the Tatus chassis, which was used in the three other championships at that time which was the F3 Asia, the Formula Regional European Championship, and the W Series. So we align with, with that and being part of that scheme from the FIA that's using, from since 2020, the, the, same, the same chassis. Yep. At the start, because of the, of, of the, the time of the start of the project, uh, we built an engine to, to fit into that car, but we didn't have time to get it homologated by the FIA. So we were running a homologated F3 Formula original chassis, but with a Toyota engine designed to be homologated, but not homologated yet. Uh, which step we took in 2022 uh, when we collaborated with the W Series. Uh, w Series needed to have a homologated engine to be able to use our car, so we went through the process on getting the, our engine homologated, which we achieved at, at the start of 2022. Detuned slightly, is that am I right in understanding it? Yeah, the, the the current engine map we had was slightly over the, the maximum recommended by the FIA to be in line with that with right. that homologation. So we had to slightly detune it, but this we're just talking about it's five, five horsepower yeah, yeah. less at the peak uh, of 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 the engine. So that's a process we started in twenty twenty two, early twenty twenty two, just to have the engine homologated for the first race of the W Series, which we're using our car in Barcelona in, in May. And since that process has gone, we've gone back to the FIA and say, we have now the homologated chassis and homologated engine, so can we can we get more Super License Point at the same level of Super License Point than any, any other Formula Regional Championship? And they came back to us and say, yes, we can, but you need to become a Formula Regional to be fully integrated into the scheme, which at the end is... Brings a lot of advantage to be part of that scheme. So that's why in a 
you got to through process through the FIA and then submitting the file and, and getting that through the World Motorsport Council, which we got in uh, in uh, early December. So that's why since the 10th of December, uh, we changed the name from the Castrol Toyota Racing Series to the Castrol Toyota Formula Regional Oceania Championship. And now we get the full uh, 18 Super License points for the winner and the top nine of the championship covered with Super License points, which is a big step compared to where we were before, where we were only 10 in the top five. And now we have 18 for the winner and the top nine covered with Super License points. Okay. Um, given the length of time that Toyota has invested in this series and the enormous number of young men and women who've come through it and developed and gone on to bigger and better things, um, do you think that... Toyota were paid respect for the investment they've put in the past in the way in which this has changed? Or? Yes, yeah, in, in the way that the FIA has recognised all the involvement from Toyota since the start and all, all, all the subsidy Toyota is doing for the championship to be accessible for most of the drivers as we're still one of the cheapest championship, we are the cheapest Formula Regional Championship yes. in the world, yeah. offering such uh, five intense week and a lot of mileage for just a low cost. We almost and, um, 40 to 50% cheaper than any other categories. And part of that is the geography of New Zealand and the tracks and, and that availability at the time of year. That all works in your favour, doesn't yes, it? Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and because of that, the FIA has allowed us to have some, uh, some uh, privilege into the Formula Regional uh, yeah. status, recognising the efforts of the Toyota and, and involvement of Toyota and the involvement of Castrol. Into, into the series. That's why we're able to name the series the Castrol Toyota Formula Regional, while yes. other series in Europe or in America, they can't. They just have to be named Formula Regional America or Formula Regional okay. European Championship. So okay. we get that recognition from the FIA, from the effort of Toyota and the effort of Castrol for the series and all the good we've done in, for the sport and giving access or getting a step for the young drivers to, to be allowed to use the name Castrol and Toyota into, into the name of the championship. Okay, it might be a week early, but... Um, uh, a four-fifths of your season is over. Um, I know your workload's not over. I know that's a lot more to come. Um, uh, you've got a, a very different field of drivers this year um, than when I was here in 2020. And um, very competitive still, obviously. You've had a, a good range of winners coming from different teams and, and different countries. And um, it, It's just a, the changing face of, of the series as such. No, I, f- I think it's once again is just it just proves that this championship is a drivers' championship. So it's nothing to do to work with car. The cars are, are, are the basic cars. So it's the drivers still make the difference. Yeah. And the level of drivers we have, the level of competition we have, just we got eight different winners in twelve races, yeah. and we get uh, four twelve drivers finishing the podium out of the nineteen will study the race here. So. Yeah. It's it's quite plain level field and it makes a difference. And when you see how the qualifying panned out yesterday, and it was very close. Like the top, we're going into Q3. The top eight was within two tenths, and the four drivers P9 to P12 were missed out into Q3. All of them was just less than a tenth away from the cutoff. So yeah. it's, it's yeah. been very competitive. And as I say, it's, it's just to the work of the drivers. And the thing is, because we got a lot of practice and everything we can start to learn the circuit and it makes us just a difference on the final detail and what makes the huge difference we, we saw some drivers like Louis Foster jumping from a plane and got into the car and did what he's done in all the other championships he's done he's just won the first race so it's what he did in Ginetta in British F4 in the Euro Formula and in Indy Pro it's the first race of the championship he took part he just won it and he 
was no exception to that. So it was not really a surprise. Uh, it was just a shake-up in the paddock for for those drivers who saw that. Well, oh. What drivers coming up and being on the front, and the same with Lawrence. Lawrence has good amount of experience. He has two years of experience with that chassis. Yeah. And, but still coming here with drivers have done three weeks, but in some way comes a little bit fresher because it hasn't gone... Th- because already the drivers have done more than 2,000 kilometers arriving arriving here and Empton down. So they kind of beat that freshness arriving into the championship and be able to, to perform straight away. But it doesn't remind all those drivers have good talent. And I have to say, I'm quite pleased and surprised to see all that group of talents running together. Even if you look at the New Zealand drivers with only Formula Ford experience, but they are there and they're fighting for the top position, which is, which is good for, for the sport in New Zealand. And it's good that we cover so much different profile we go from Indy light driver to GB3 driver to F4 driver to Formula Original driver the Formula Ford is again once we manage to get this get so much variety of talent coming together in New Zealand and, and perform at their best and they on play level field that's why we get so many different winners um, which uh, you and I spoke about Louis Foster the other day on Friday at the press conference um, I, I spoke to him at a bit more length about you know the, the New Zealand tracks and that how he has to work hard at it. It's not something you can't just jump in the car and because they are different to both Europe and America. They're, they're not the not the big wide open corners and safety and all that. He, he works hard at it. It was fascinating to hear and and obviously at 19 to have well thought out this process is uh, delightful. Uh, yet again, the, the series is showing itself as being something as one of the best. Uh, graduation places to come to you know, sort of yeah, yeah. But, uh, thank you Nicholas Kelly we enjoy always hearing from you and look forward to uh, when we're back in New Zealand for the uh, Castrol Toyota Formula Regional Oriana Championship yep thank you P2 goes to Louis Foster who's chatting away Louis yeah that's you man Con- congratulations uh, long race hell of a race how do you rate that one yeah, I mean, obviously, a uh, good start, go around the outside, um, into turn one, and held the lead for almost a lap. Um, but yeah, no, he put in a really, really good move, it was quite bold, uh, quite an aggressive move, And um, but no, you know, sometimes you got to take risks, and he did that, and it paid off for him, so um, yeah, no, congrats to him, he was fast all race, I really struggled to keep up with him, and um, managed to just trade laps after lap, and the, the, the kind of gap didn't really change, so um, yeah, it was a good race. Got, you've got used to this car very quickly. You're happy with the way you've adjusted? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I haven't had much experience in this car, so it's uh, quite a tricky car to get used to. Uh, I think most of the people here have you know, done at least the full season of this or done Formula Regional in the past in Europe or whatnot. Um, so, yeah, no, super happy with the way it's gone so far. Um, massive thank you to Stephen Giles and the team for their support. You know, the car's been amazing, and they've helped me uh, sell it pretty quickly. Nice to race, buddy. Cool, thank you. And your Grand Prix winner, the 67th New Zealand Grand Prix winner from the Netherlands, Lawrence van Hoppen. Pole position, P1. How do you feel, man? Yeah, I'm, I'm really, really happy. It was such a tough race, like, especially the last five laps. Like, I almost couldn't hold the steering wheel anymore. But uh, I think we've done a really good job, and I'm super happy to take the win. I spoke, I spoke to Mark Piltro, said, the boy looks like he's pretty rough on the tyres here, but he's, he managed them well in the middle of the race. Was it a bit of that going on? Well, I didn't feel like I was rough on the tyres. I just managed them. I didn't slide too much. I had, like, a few a few times that I had a bit of wheel spin, but afterwards I would just kept nice in the traction zones, and, uh, yeah, I managed them quite well, I think. How sweet was that move to take the lead? Uh, to be honest, like, 
before I, I was in the slipstream, I didn't even know, like, I was kind of like debating, should I do it now or should I wait? But uh, yeah, it was really nice to, to just go up in the inside, like it was quite close, but uh, yeah. Was cool and most importantly dad's here to celebrate with you yeah i'm really happy to have him here with me he's like one of my best friends so uh yeah it's great he's a great supporter congratulations mate you're a grand prix winner we'll get ready for the podium thank you inside motorsport is produced by thunder media for the community radio network